best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I am joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, how you doing? I'm doing well, Jared. How about you? Not bad. Be great if you stop shooting off fireworks. I don't know what they're doing. There's actually like explosions going on, so probably judge home run balls landing in my backyard or something like that. So um, jokes aside, jokes aside, jokes aside. Uh, baseball. Baseball talk about a lot of good stuff. Got some Q&A to work with here. I got a couple questions to drop as well. But first, before we get going, guys, please, please, please subscribe. If you are listening, if you are on YouTube, subscribe as well. Do it right now. I'm going to pause right now and subscribe and then come back and and keep watching. It's free to subscribe on YouTube. Just hit the button. It's right there. Just press press subscribe and then you'll get all of the... uh, the videos when they come out, you will get an alert when the videos come out right away, and leave us comment. Yes. Leave, leave us a comment as well. Really do appreciate that. Uh, let us know how we are doing. Uh, if you guys could, you can follow. You can go follow us on all of our social medias: Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tim's Nate at Nate Green thirty four. If you are listening to the podcast and not watching, you're going to get commercials right now. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So let's go ahead and get this rolling now, Nate. Got a question for you. I know we got a lot of Q&A. Thanks for everybody who threw that out there. We're going to do it over the next probably couple podcasts here because I know we like to dive deep into a lot of these questions. I have the first two, by the way. It's a fun one here. Uh, first question, kind of an interesting one. Would you rather have someone that goes one for four and hits a home run every game or two for four with two singles every game? Uh, is, this, is, that, is that a tough, I, tough question I've ever asked? I'm going to go with the home runs because one extra hit is you're not guaranteed to score with any of those hits where the home run, you're guaranteed to score at least one run every game. So, you know, you will never get shut out. So that's one thing. Um, The other thing about hitting a home run every single day, he has a shot to knock in more than one person. I know the one, the two hits has a shot to knock in, you know, a combined six or nine more like a combined four, the odds in getting two bases clearing singles would be very, very hard. But so you're, you're looking at four runs maximum for both guys. And I would rather take the guaranteed runs where, I mean, we, we see it all the time. Trout walks and does not score. That, that could be a thing too, where you're just two for four every night. The guys behind you don't hit and you don't score runs. I'll take the for sure runs. That's fair. I have no answer to that. I just figured I'd ask you that one. I, I randomly thought about it today. It's, of course it's, you would have no answer. For it's a tough question. I take the home, would be, I take the it home would, runs. It would be fun to see 162 home runs. Well, it's like asking, would you rather see 162 home runs or a 500 batting average? 500 on base percentage as well, though, by the way. Get on base a lot. That's uh, that's, oh, that's very tough. I agree with you. I think the home runs, but man, that's uh, that is that is a tough one. So. On to the next question, I mentioned Aaron Judge, by the way, um, hitting some home runs. He's done that quite a bit, 57 times. Um, as far as regular seasons go, is this one of the best seasons of all time? Right? Are you, you, are you, Bonds', Bonds season is going to be number one. Um, and well, I no, not, not Judge in general, like, Baseball in general, baseball regular seasons, because I mean, you got Judge chasing down Maris. You got Trout that just hit seven in a row, seven games in a row. You have um, six. six yeah, yeah, you get no, he's seven. I didn't think he got seven. I he got seven. He was working at eight. He was working at eight. He missed eight last night, which congratulations. Tip the cap to Mikey for that. Um, you have Albert Pujols chasing down 700. Like, there's a lot. Like, I don't know if it's just because there's a lot of good storylines going on um, or what. But 
it, it's just I feel like it's just been a very very good regular season. You know, we've had we had a lot of we had some big trades happen. You know, mid season Juan Soto trade. We've seen a lot of teams be really good in the Dodgers. We've seen some teams be really bad. You have the Baltimore Orioles, um, young team out there that's unbelievable. So, I, I mean, this stuff that we don't really pay attention to year to year, but as far as stats go, this is this is impressive. I think Miggy got three thousand this year as well, right? Yes, and he got five hundred at the end of last year, I believe. Or did he get five hundred this year? I mean, it's like, I think it was last year. It was last year. Statistically speaking. I mean, regardless of that 500, it's, it's been a, it's been a very impressive, very fun year of baseball. So I don't know. I mean, it's, we'll see how it finishes off. You know, I don't, I don't think there's going to be anything like it was a couple of years ago where it came down to the final game in Tampa. But, um, but as far as achievements go, this has been quite a fun year. I, I would still vote 2001 as the best season of my generation. Um, you you had 116 wins that year, which was fantastic. You had Bonds 73 and McGuire chasing him. You had Sosa chasing both of them. Um, I I just think there were that year special. The yes steroid era and everything, but that year to have a team win 116 games on top of the home run chase going on the other side that that's a that's gonna be tough to beat. It, will the Dodgers get to 116? This is well, this this is why I love having Derek on here. Not that I'm calling him old, but he was like we were baseball fans. We didn't appreciate it. Like when Bonds, like I know where I was when Bonds passed Aaron. I know you know like I don't know where I was. I'm, no, I don't know where I was when Bonds hit 73 or 70 or whatever it was. Um, you know, and I, I don't I don't remember watching McGuire and Sosa race each other. I'm sure that was a very exciting year as well but this has got to be one of the closest things to it you know i mean we've had a lot of we shohei otani doing his thing you know the we're seeing stuff that hasn't happened since babe ruth i said aaron judge doing his thing uh first time probably since roger Maris. you know probably the most home runs that don't have an asterisk next to it if that's fair to say um it's just been a it's just been a really really fun year so I don't know if you have anything else to say about that. Uh, it's, it's a question I have to ask. I'll ask Derek as well when we get him back on. By the way, Derek's at um, Cleveland Indians game. Well, Cleveland Guardians game. I apologize um, for those who get offended for that. Um, but let's go ahead and get moving on a little bit farther. Let's get on to some actual questions from actual fans of the show. First one comes from friend of the show, Angels Top Plays. If you do not follow him on there, do it now. Instagram and uh, Twitter. He wants to know, how does Luis Renifo factor into 2023? Is he him? Nate, I know you have some thoughts on Renifo. Is he him? Um, so Luis Renifo is a guy who struggles defensively. He he cannot play third base. Like That cannot be your answer at third base if, if Rendon gets hurt. Um, he can play second base, but again... If he's playing second base and Fletcher's playing shortstop, then this is not a playoff team. So, Rengifo, if if he's playing um, and splitting time with with Fletcher, I don't know if he's as successful. I think we've seen him kind of in that bench platoon role, and he has not really thrived in that. I think he needs regular at-bats. So, it's going to be one of those things where, are you okay with David Fletcher coming off the bench? Or, are you okay with 
trading Luis Rangifo. I think those are the only two things that you really, really come out of this because um, Rangifo is not a platoon guy. Like he, he thrives playing every single day. He's one of those guys who needs those at bats. And then putting Fletcher on the bench, I know that would upset a lot of people. So not me. I, I didn't say you, I said a lot of people, not everyone. Um, so that would be an issue as well. I, I don't know what the right answer is with Rangifo. I think you would, I think the best thing with him, honestly, is to trade, is to just explore and see what he's worth. If there's someone who's going to give you something that's worth it, take it. If, if there's nothing out there, nobody wants him, then keep him and let him play. He can't play shortstop. Uh, Fletcher should not play shortstop 150 games a year. Both those two are not the answers at shortstop. They both are second baseman. Um, but Rangifo, the one thing you worry about is when he stops playing every day, will he get that Taylor Ward effect? Because when Taylor Ward stopped playing and he went on the IL, that's when he started to slump. Um, so when the season ends, is Rangifo going to be what he was um, when we get back to spring training, I don't know. We we've seen so much of him that we thought we knew what he was. And then out of nowhere, he has turned into arguably the third best hitter for the angels in the second half of the season. So I'm, I'm on the, the train of just put his name out there, see what you can get. If you don't get anything for him, that's fine. Let him play. But, um, I, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? It's it's interesting. I feel like I want to move everybody to first base. Like, wouldn't Luis Renifo make a lot of sense at first base? He's not a very good defender at second base. I know we love defense up the middle. Um, did he just gain? Did he just like gain four inches in height? He's not that small. Five nine. It's not five nine. Go look it up. Five ten. No way. Okay, he's probably five ten. Um, I don't so, know. He's not. So, he's not under five ten. But I mean, I've seen five smaller. nine, five ten. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying five two and five ten. I'm saying five nine and five ten. There's Starling Gill's a first baseman in uh in Inland Empire, and you know you know who that is because I absolutely and, love the kid. Yeah, and you've also said <laughs> you've also said he's probably a coach down the road. So he is. I know. I, but, he's he's a great human being. He's there's a reason why he's there with all those young guys. Yeah. Um, however, it would be interesting. I, I, I'm just saying, like, I, you explore it. Like, I'm not sold by any means that Jared Walsh is coming back at any time next year. Like, I, I cannot explain that enough. I don't. I don't care what the what the prognosis is, what the trainer said. I'm taking anything with a grain of salt because every single injury like this that we've seen, TOS, with it requires a surgery, is not good at all. Like, you just you don't you don't get over that in that amount of time. So if it happens, fantastic, like tip the cap, but I am not. And I know there's quite a few people that are like very skeptical, like I am as well. So um, I'm trying to find a first baseman, by the way. So whether it's Shohei Otani, Luis Renifo, Matt Thice, and we're, I think we have a Matt Thice question um, down the road here. I, I, I'm trying to find a first baseman. So yeah. I don't want to see David Fletcher play every day. Cause I'm going to, I've, put this i have said this a lot that if david fletcher is your everyday position player at any one position you are not a playoff team and i am now six for six on that however many years he's been up so um he's 
just not that type of guy. You can't have that type of guy as you're starting as a starting anything. Now he can play a game at third, a game at short, a game at second, a game in left field, and he can play four games, four days a week or something like that. But if he's playing and, and come off the bench, you know, two of those days as well and play six games a week like that, that's fine. But he cannot start every week. And and that's where I'm at with it. So does Luis Renifo play second base? It's a cheap option. You know, I mean, I'd like to see somebody a little better defensively there, but if he's going to put up a 100, 110 WRC plus, that's kind of what you're looking for there. And it kind of takes out the defense at, at second base. So um, moral of the story, angels need a shortstop really, really badly. And Zach Neto is not your answer next year. I'm going to let you know. So um, hopefully they go and they, they can go and find somebody. So great question there. Let's move on to our next question. It comes from our boy, Bucky. What's up, Bucky? It's been a minute since we've heard from you. How should the Angels address starting pitching and the bullpen next year? Nate, I got this one. The Angels, at the moment, have three starters. Is that fair? Yes. Three starters. You can add one more if you want to put in, and you're not going to like these names, but if you want to do it, I guess it's okay as a number six guy and Kai Bush or Jose Suarez or somebody like that. I don't know who it would be. I know you're not going to like it. And I trust me, I know, but you, you can, you can throw those names in there. Have fun in fourth place again, if that's what you're doing, you need three starters. Fourth place. I don't know what the angels are going to do when it comes to being sold. And I can't imagine already saying, sure, go out there and spend whatever money you want. I can't imagine it. It's not his money to spend. I it's his team at the moment. I know, but it's not his. It's literally not his money to spend. You can spend as much I, money as you want because once you sell the team, he's not going to have to pay Mike Trout's contract anymore. Once he sells the team, that contract is not his responsibility anymore. Once he sells the team, care. if he signs Trey Turner, that contract's not his responsibility. He's not going to sign Trey Turner, but I'm just saying, saying if he's he does sign, sign someone, if Perry's going to sign anybody, he's sign a shortstop. It's going to be Dansby. Yeah, and so then, he's going to sign a contract extension before the offseason. That makes sense. Um, you need. To, I, I am. I'm scared for this offseason. I'm not going to lie. Like, if this team doesn't get sold in the next month, before the season's like full season's over, like off postseason, everything. If this team doesn't get sold, I'm scared, and I, I'm going to continue to say it. Like, I just can't. Like, I know everybody's doubting it, but oh, dude, that would that would be Artie's last, like hurrah against the angels would be like nope don't go spend any money it's like already like i need to build a team i don't care not, not i don't know i'm not going to own the team so we're going to go ahead and and I, I, I don't know that's my biggest fear i think they go out and get one-year deals i'd have to look at dive into it more um i think justin verlander is not a free agent i think max scherzer is not a free agent so it won't be either of those guys Garrett Cole's Verlander not a free agent. Will be a free agent. Is he? Did he sign one year? I thought he signed. I thought it had an option. So it was a player option. So he has made it sound like he will not sign that, but I guarantee you he's going to want three years and, you know, closer to 75, 80 million. Here's our money. Yep. So um, I don't, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be really interesting to see down the road. Nate, I don't know if you have any thoughts here. I think the bullpen, answer bullpen, sorry. Answer bullpen, I don't, I think they hold pretty tight. I think Ben Joyce 
is an option. I think Chris Rodriguez coming back is an option. Um, we've seen the bullpen. That's not horrible. You need to find somebody who can throw late into the game. I don't know who that is. If you go and sign somebody late that can pitch in the ninth inning, if it's Ben Joyce, if it's Aaron Loop, if it's Ryan Tapera, if it's Eric Torres, I, I mean, you have some pieces in the bullpen. I don't think they go and make too many significant moves there. They need to get a guy who can get outs in the ninth inning. They do not have a guy on the roster who has done that before. I can, so, get, outs. I can get outs in the ninth. I'm going to give a they, couple of They, do, they do not have a guy who can get outs in the ninth inning to save a ball game. They, they do not have a guy on the roster who has done that for a long time. So I think that's priority number one if you're looking at the bullpen. Um, the rest of the bullpen, like you said, there's a there's a bunch of names that, that can go. It's going to be centered around Tapera and Loop. Um, you could probably sign a minor league contract that could be pretty good. Um, Seth Lugo is a guy that I really like that could be an, could be interesting. It depends on how he finishes this year. He might, you know, get a major league deal, especially because he's on the Mets. The Mets might want to bring him back, but um, it's going to be centered around to pair loop. You're going to need a ninth inning guy, but after that, it's going to be like, if you're on the team right now, you're probably having a shot to win a job in the pen. Hergit's going to get a, a shot to stay in the pen. Berea is going to, you know, get his shot to stay in the pen. Joyce is going to get his shot to win a job out of the pen. So there's going to be a lot of those type of guys. And who knows, maybe Silseth doesn't quite win a job as a starter, wins the job out of the bullpen. Um, Rodriguez, hopefully he comes back healthy and he's able to win a job out of the bullpen. So they have enough relievers. I would like to see them get one minor league um, signing guy just to just to bring some competition into camp. And then also I'd like to see them get a ninth inning guy on the starting pitching side. Oh, man. It's going to be the same thing we've seen for the last six years, eight years. They're going to go and get minor league guys. They're going to get one-year deals or minor league – not even minor league options. They're going to get one-year deals for guys that haven't proven to be anything special. Um, My name to watch this offseason is Mike Clevenger. He just screams angel. The angels wanted him in the past. Kind of feels like – He was an angel. He was an angel. It it just kind of feels like – Coming off the arm injury, um, this is really his first year pitching in two years. It just screams Angel. You know, like, hey, Mike, come in. You'll pitch. We're not going to stress you out. You're going to pitch every – you're going to pitch in a six-man rotation. It's going to be great for the arm. You're going to you're gonna pitch really well, and you're going to get a chance to earn, you know, more money the following year. You can sign a three-year deal worth, you know, $20 million instead of signing a one-year and $10 million. So – that's the pitch they're going to give to him. I think, I think that's just the, that's going to be the, the guy the angels really want this off season. And then they're going to fill in with two other guys where it's like, Hey, you got 6 million here. You get 8 million. Hopefully you can get outs. If not, Jose Suarez is back in the rotation. Kai Bush is in the rotation and it's another fourth place here. And congratulations, Mike Clevenger. You've been traded at the, at the deadline. Okay. Nate negative two negative buddy. I need some positivity. I, I would like to be positive, but again, until they prove something else, like when there's a new owner, I will be positive, but I have not seen already do anything other than the same thing for the last eight years. He has done everything the same way. And it, it is what it is. Like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. He is making angel fans go insane. And so I, I don't want to be on that train of, Let's go insane with Artie Marino. I, I just don't. So 
if I feel negative right now, I'm, I'm sorry. But until they get off the same BS they've been running out there for eight straight years, I'm going to be negative until he proves that he can do something different. So you're not actually – you're on the same page as me with this offseason. I think he's going to do the exact same thing he always does. He's going to spend just enough money to make people think that there's a chance. He's going to spend, you know, roughly 60 million and he's going to use his, you know, 40 to 60 million and it's going to be 25. It's probably going to be more like 30 million spent on Clevenger and two other pitchers. He's going to spend big money on a reliever. You're going to be at about 45 mil right there. And then he's going to use the rest of the 15 mil to, probably go get another hitter and call it good. Sounds good. Well, Nate, negative Nate. That's fantastic. That's all we got for today, guys. Uh, Nate, you got any final thoughts before we get going? We got, we got some uh, minor league baseball to go ahead and go watch some playoff action. Go 66 ers going to be some fun stuff. Yes. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they get the win tonight. I, th- I think this would be big to get, get the win at home for Inland Empire. Uh, Van Skoyak is getting the start, so that'd be nice for him to get the dub and Red Hot. For, just to get this young group to to play some more games too. It's really really fun. So I'm excited. They're going to get to play as many games. Actually, they're probably going to get to play more games than um, than Tri City. So Tri City's got what one? Are they done this week? They were done last week, so they're going to get to play more games in Tri City, which is great, um, and probably against better competition too. So. This is this the time of the year where you want to see Angels win win playoff games. Absolutely. If I can do it in the major leagues, let's go minor leagues. So, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast here at Talking Halos. Can make us the best Angels podcast out there. If you could subscribe wherever you are listening, if you're on YouTube, go ahead and pound that subscribe button. Click the notifications button as well, so you're notified when we drop episodes. Uh, you can follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tim's Nate at Nate Green 34. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Mm-hmm.